It's the Hedonistic Way podcast. It's a way of life. It tastes like freedom. It's the most divine microcosm. Mind blowing. Mind blowing. It's a revolution. Heart wide open. Liberated love. It's liberated love. Conscious conversations. Conscious conversations. The exhilarated expansion of self. Sacred sexuality. Whatever you like. All I, All I know is it, is it feels, feels amazing. amazing. It's the most decadent way. It's the most decadent way to live life. Intimate and intuitive conversations with epic humans who are disrupting the status quo and living a life with stereo untypical success. Says we're live on my end. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. And we are live. We are. Beautiful. We did it. All right. I'm going to close down those windows. Hello and welcome. Let me just now have to record on this computer. Take two. Hello and welcome to the Hedonistic Way at Midday Show. I am Renee Main and I have got this epic human right here next to me that is Avalon Dunesh. She is magical. She is real. She is a sacred leader and a soul business midwife. Something that I absolutely love about Avalon and it really enticed me to share her with you guys is because she is doing ancient wisdom, but she's doing it in such a modern way in terms of she gets the noise and she gets that we're humans, but she also really activates the mystical realms as well. So welcome to the show, beautiful woman. I'm super excited you're here. Oh, thanks so much, Renee. I'm thrilled to be here too. And I'm really curious and excited to see where we're going to go today. (laughs) Yes, me too. Me too. And let's just, I want to start with, um, I feel like you just jumped out of the box and all of a sudden it felt like you were everywhere and you were very captivating and very alluring. Um, what has what happened? I mean, because I'm sure that a whole lot of stuff happened before you exploded everywhere. Um, what was the build up to that? And what tell us about the gap between trying to make it and actually making it? Mm. Beautiful question. And I was talking with my partner Brett about this exact thing yesterday. Yeah because we were just reflecting on how our life is now and how there is so much flow and magic and it has not always been like this, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, for me, it's, it's a nine-year cycle. It was um, sort of eight, nine years ago, I dived right into the women's mysteries and had this epic 
clarity about what I'm doing. Although it was actually before that, like really the birth of my first daughter 17 years ago was, was quite a transformative, like wake up into, okay, this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to support women being empowered. Yeah. But it, with Blossoming Woman, it's been about an eight, nine year journey. And there's been a lot going on because we homeschool our children. Mm. Um, there's, there's five children in our blended family. Some of them are choosing to go to school at the moment. So we've got a bit of mix of school and homeschool. And so in the mix of deepening into my sacred work, there, as you mentioned, like there is, has been a lot of noise. Like there's been mm. a lot needing my attention in other areas of life babies being born and nurtured and I'm really hands-on have them up close and there's been layers of clarity for me dropping in it's it's been really a, a a powerful transformative journey of birth like rebirth and transformation and going finding my edges and going okay well okay where am I where where am I stuck here? What am I needing to expand into? And each time noticing that and having the sensitivity to have courage to mm. keep going and keep moving forward and keep expanding. And so it takes so much resilience mm. and dedication and commitment to create a life like this that's totally out of the box. Yeah. That's, you know, completely different to how my parents did life, to how the majority of the world do life. But there's a, there's a whole movement of us now mm. stepping into a complete new paradigm, taking total sovereignty of, of our life, of the way we choose to make money, of how we raise our children, of how we look after ourselves, of how we, you know, the healthcare we choose. There's, there's, there's so many layers to this life. Mm. that that we've chosen for ourselves and for Brett and I so we met we're together nine years yeah. that has been again like we knew there was this vision when we first met that we were mm. here to support this vision coming into reality this new paradigm reality right yeah. and yeah last year I've, I've gone through various stages where it's been quite tumultuous within mm. myself in terms of kind of like breakdown stuff but but necessity like breaking down and releasing any structures that are no longer serving me that I didn't even know were there like you know we we in, we take so much on we just absorb so much from our culture from the conditioning mm. so it's been every every time I've hit this like intensity and and dissolved into like the courage to just step into the mystery step into the complete unknown and go I don't actually know what the fuck is going on right now but I, I cannot keep going forward like this I need to stop mm. allow the space for whatever needs to crumble yeah and release all that and then become reborn again and yeah. stepping into that mystery and that's been a huge part of my journey and mm. It's also related to my menstrual cycle, my bleeding of honouring that. And that's all changing too, which is a whole other thing. But, yeah, so last year in particular was so intense. 2019, like, I mean, how was that for you? <laughs> it was great. It was one of the, I'll say probably one of the most, like, one of the toughest years of my life, probably the toughest and one of the most beautiful. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
yeah. same, right? And so I had, it's like I, I'm so determined to fulfill my mission mm. on the planet, right? Mm. And at the beginning of last year, I was feeling like I, 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 I sort of got a little bit swept around by, in a sense, almost like a, a level of desperation that I was feeling for a, for a bit there going, fuck, you know, I'm so tired of doing all this stuff and putting in all this effort. And it just felt like not much traction was happening, even though I was loving what I was doing, supporting these divine women in private mentoring. Yeah. I'd facilitated the Divine Mother Temple for years and it had gone through various evolutions and I closed it last February because I could not, it was just so intense. Everything was just so intense. I couldn't keep holding all the things. So I yeah. kind of let them all go and I said, I need to shut the doors and I need to step back. And I, I ended up signing up, um, did a, a coaching journey, which was so revealing to me in a different way than what I had actually thought I was looking for. It helped me to remember what's actually true for me, mm. you know, and recognize that there was a part of me that I thought I was seeking something that actually wasn't what I was seeking at all. Yeah. Wow. And I needed to go down that road with that coach to realize that what that was, was not actually what I'm here for. Yeah. So that destabilizing but empowering because it was like wow there was a tree that I was barking up that I actually realized is not my fucking tree yeah that's right I needed to strip it all away again and go okay well if it's not that you know I'm not here to do that yeah that kind of the the thing like the online entrepreneur bubble that is so common it's so popular yes there's a whole mindset and there's a whole fucking vibe about it but what I realized was so much of it is so synthetic yeah it's so inorganic yeah. And that was what really came really confronting to me. It's like I'm here to mm. realign with the earth, yeah, with realign with nature and anything that I do in my work, in my business. I mean, we're obviously using technology now, but we're using yeah. it for a purpose. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's about wise use of technology, not just technology for the sake of it. Mm. And so that was a big transition for me to recognize that what I'm here to do is not going to be found outside. I, I'm not here to follow a model that exists. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually here to forge my own path. Mm. And a lot of the women that I work with are here to do the same. Yeah. And so the the way that I facilitate uh, support is about honouring someone's individuality and the power and the wisdom that is already inside them and going, okay, well, how does that want to be expressed? Yeah. let's forget all the shoulds and all the you know the yeah. steps that you're meant to take and strip yeah. it all away yeah the essence of what is it that what you know how is life wanting to flow through you yeah what is it that needs to be shared what is it within you that needs to be seen and released and loved mm. you know and so that was a big thing for me last year and I went I I went through I'm probably making it sound more graceful than what it was. Like it was so messy. <laughs> and like I remember there was a few weeks there where all I was doing was crying. Yeah. Like I was waking up in the dark before the sun mm -hmm. and bawling. And because I've got a family bed, my little boy is still sharing the bed and I've got my Brett with me and I'd creep out the bedroom and I'd sit in the lounge room in the dark just bawling. Like, <laughs> like I didn't know what was going on, but a higher part of me knew yeah. that I was just – needing to release 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 whatever it was yeah and a lot of it was the structures yeah that I, I had wanted to ask you about the structures 
is you spoke about them earlier and you spoke about letting them crumble around you. And I want to ask you, because you said that this, it's structures that you realised that you didn't even know that you had. Um, so tell us about tell us about that, because I think that that's something that, you know, the importance of checking in with yourself and a lot of our fears or beliefs or whatever, um, you know, it really prevents us from moving forward. So tell us about that. Yeah, so and this is huge because as humans, we are relational beings. We learn through immersion. Mm. We absorb everything. We're so receptive. Yeah. And so all through from, from in utero, from in the womb and birth and yeah. early childhood, all these things shape us and these create our whole uh, worldviews and paradigms that we operate within. Yeah. And a lot of that is created for us. Yeah. Right? We just step into it and we don't, we're, we just, on some level, we trust, you know, we're quite naive and innocent. We just trust that we're stepping into the world and this is how it is. And so, like, I've done a lot of unraveling of that. I'm, I'm a, um, I've done a lot of rebirthing. I'm a facilitator for holotropic breath work and all that. So that happened kind of 18 years ago. I unraveled all the birth stuff. Yeah. That's when I, I, I recognised the power of birth yeah. as a, such a, um, a deep imprint of who we are when we enter the world our first um like the neuron pathways in our brain it's like is the world safe or not mm. our very first impression and so from yeah. there we filter everything through that so yeah. if the world isn't safe if you're not like oh i'm here i'm loved i'm safe i'm welcome mm. then there's like this sense of like there's a little bit of fear that's actually underlying everything yeah. a little bit of disconnect and so and that's why I thought birth work was actually what I was here to do and it was yeah. for a while I was doing birth work studied shamanic midwifery yeah. to support that that journey of Beautiful. entering the world feeling so deeply immersed in love mm. with deep connection with no interruption yeah so that, that baby and the mama and the yeah. father whoever's there yeah and be in that bubble of bliss and it's just this beautiful seamless integration into life mm. and it gives them such a, a head start really yeah. to alleviates the need to heal and release a whole lot of sh shit later but yeah. I mean that's just being human like it's life yeah. it's not to say anything's wrong but you know the more we can bring gentleness to that process of entering life mm. the yeah. less there is to undo later and so the yeah. structures that I realised it's just it's the fundamental fundamental nature of being human, right? Mm. And and the assumptions that we operate from within yeah. about what is success? Yeah. What is it to belong? Yeah. You know, who am I? How do I bring value to the world? How can I contribute yeah. to the world? Because as an individual, looking at what's going on in the world at the moment, it's so easy to get completely disillusioned and so true. Um, just feel powerless. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right. And something that, and you speak about it, is because, you know, and a lot of, you know, a lot of people watching this will totally get that, you know, when you're a, an awake person and you're on the conscious journey or whatever journey, you know, however you want to label it, is often we've gone through this 
rabbit warren of trying all of these different things and thinking something that's your path isn't your path. And I know for myself is, you know, along the way, and, you know, you talk about it so beautifully, is the rebirthing. And underneath that, like I know for myself there's that practical ego that is going really Um, and you know and we change our model so many times so for you to tell us about your experience as to how you navigate through the desire of trying these different things and honoring your path and then realizing that okay well that's not for me to where you are now I almost and don't get correct me if I'm wrong I feel like there's a real simplicity to what you're doing at the moment in terms of what you're offering however that depth is infinite if that makes Mm, sense yeah actually so previously I was doing lots of things it's like I was, as you mentioned, like you try things and I was, I had too much going on, right? I was yeah. like, oh, I'll do this. I'm doing the birth work. I'm doing the sexuality work. I'm doing the business work. And it was like all these different parts felt like they were going in all different directions and it was just yeah. starting to just get completely chaotic. Yeah. And so, you know, with that, the the transformation, the rebirth thing, for me, it's it's like I hit, I hit an edge where it's suddenly like I, I'm not, not coping. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, this is just, this is not feeling good. There's yeah. something out of alignment. So for me, that's an indicator. There's something out of alignment. Yeah. Even if the work is deeply aligned, all of it feels aligned, but the, it's almost like the, the method or the, the way that I'm doing things, there's something needs to shift for things to come into deeper alignment. And so what I do, what I've done multiple times is I'll actually literally dissolve it all, like in, in internally. It's like... Yeah. It's all there and I just step back and it's like, okay, what would happen if it all just completely dissolved? I dissolved too much, like the total caterpillar in the cocoon dissolving into mush. Then what does it look like when I come from this organic space of nothing, then what comes out from there? So it's a completely new configuration that is reborn. And I trust that there's some things will fall away some things will, will be, you know, freshly emerge and some things will kind of weave together. There's a, a form of synthesis that happens. And so after doing that a few times, what I've realised is that essentially what I'm actually doing is I'm birthing a new paradigm within my own self and my family and my work and I'm also supporting others yeah. who are here to totally express their soul. Yeah. in this lifetime yeah. right we've been on in all these different paths and all these different <laughs> parallel realities and dimensions yeah. and it's like let's weave it all together and have fun with this yeah. because we can't hold back any longer mm. obviously we need to make big shifts happen on earth mm. and so yeah really I help women birth their soul work now mm. and this is not just about work but their the essence of being because it's mm. it's really who you are that makes the difference because then we shift the the whole collective consciousness through shifting our own vibration and the path forward I see is actually through the journey of entrepreneurship because that's true sovereignty to me 
that means that I am at choice about where I, how I spend my time, how I earn my money, where I spend my money. I'm not answering to anyone. No one is my boss. Yeah. And that's, that's the lifestyle that I've chosen. I've actually always been like that. My parents had their own shop. So I kind of was brought up in that mindset of you make your own life. And so, so in the simplicity and so what's actually happened and see, I also love the wisdom of the plants, of plant medicines, of the earth, of my own cycles and the ancient wisdom of, of my own lineage that I'm really connecting in more with now than ever before. And I'm holding, you probably can't see it, I'm holding this beautiful uh, rose quartz crystal who was cut specifically for the Divine Mother Temple, which is all about re reawakening ancient wisdom so for each person to tune into our own lineage so there's no there's no need for cultural appropriation when you actually recognize we're all indigenous to the earth yes we've all got our roots we've all got different um magic and medicine that we bring you know most of us have been displaced in some way from our origins my origins are really over in um scotland I've I've never been there not yet (laughs) Um, but even further back like Anglo-Saxon right back like Mm. so tuning into that I reawaken that and through journeying with you know the plant medicines and really calling like having very clear intention about being in service to life being Mm. in service to the earth then what's happened for me is my it's like my essence and my, my purpose for being has become clearer and clearer and clearer and things have just been naturally dropping away. Mm-hmm. And so now there's this beautiful flower map that, is, that encapsulates everything that I do and it's the same flower that I have been drawing ever since I was a little girl. And it's the same flower that I've been drawing that's become all my tattoos and stuff, right? It's just that, you know how sometimes if you like mind, just absent-minded and just drawing. And so this flower has become this beautiful sacred flower map, which covers all of the areas that really matter to me that I um, tend to in my work. And it's the map for the Divine Mother Temple that I um, facilitate. I I support women to journey deeply in each of these petals of the flower is like a portal mm-hmm. into deeper wisdom and activation. So now that that is, um, that just feels so potent mm. for me now. Like the, the, the flower in itself is like this gateway into other realms. And then each, mm. each petal yeah. is like a fractal, which opens up into more. So it, it's almost like this total simplification, yeah. but there's this, intelligence that's within the thing itself that I've been calling in and and listening to deep listening to the Mm -hmm. earth to the Mm -hmm. plants to mama nature and and this is this shift it's like not operating from the mental realm of how I think things should be yeah then going okay well what is what is seeking to be birthed through me I'm here to clear anything that needs to be cleared from my energy field so that I can birth this beautiful new vision. Yeah, and that's such a beautiful way. How would you, like, for those people who are feeling like they've got a whole smorgasbord of 
offerings or things that they could do or things that light them up or, you know, all of these things. And I really love how you say, you know, to deeply listen. What would you say to those people who are wanting to deeply listen to their own intelligence? How can they begin to do that? Well, this takes me to the centre of the flower. The sacred flower is centre. It's about arriving. It's about being deeply present and slowing down because the natural rhythm of nature is different to the overlaid rhythm of the modern world that we are sort of swept up in. So if you're swept up in that pace of modern life, this is part, you know, referring back to the structures that we spoke about earlier, it's actually disengaging with the artificial time matrix and actually dropping back into your own body, connecting in with your body, with the earth Mm. and listening to that quiet inner voice that is in there because so often the mental voice will be loud Mm. and there'll be a lot of conflicting um, thoughts and this can create so much confusion and overwhelm and if that's happening that's an indicator that it's actually not the truth none of it's the truth it's all just like energy buzzing around the the truth is actually the the truth is almost like non-verbal right it's like you you actually drop in to feel it and then words emerge that are much more potent and simple and this is what I facilitate with the women who journey with me it's like the one of the most powerful parts of it is actually being present in a way that is pure presence. Like it's such a simple thing, (laughs) but when there's pure presence, there is no noise. There is no voice. There is nothing diluting the essence and the wisdom that arises. And the other part of it is actually the body intelligence. Mm. So in, in that place of deep, presence often the easiest way to access wisdom is to notice any sensations in the body first and that's where I take my clients at first it's like let's get present breathe deeply beneath the noise and notice like what is it that you're feeling in your body and and I trust the wisdom of the body so much the body is such a powerful messenger so if there's something there and then I invite an exploration okay let's go there let's feel that let's see what's happening and slow it right down to honor the process and there will be wisdom in whatever is shown in that moment because the intention has been set to you know there will be an intention even if it's purely let's explore what's actually most alive for you right now what's arising or what do we need to see on your path of you know integration and wholeness and full self-expression in this Mm. lifetime Mm. and so then it's listening to those messages and allowing the time for that and honoring that yeah allowing space for that and that itself actually that's the new paradigm right it's shifting into a whole new reality with time where you're actually present and you're not fighting against yourself not pushing anything from that place Any edges or fears will be revealed in safety Mm. because we, as humans, we have amazing, sophisticated, automatic tendencies to avoid discomfort. Absolutely. Right? 
so normally in normal, you know, normal waking life, there's some discomfort. It's like, well, we won't even notice this discomfort because instantly the other thing will come in. Oh, I think I might need to check, check Facebook or yeah. oh, I, think I might need to eat something or, you know, whatever it is, it's actually not what you're needing at a deeper level, but it's like, we have all these distraction techniques and all these habits that just, to, that becomes an entire life of distraction and habit. Yeah, so true. Yeah. How do you, you know, you talk about escaping the time matrix. How do you do that? But also, you know, there's, especially if, you know, for kids, you know, you've got, you know, we ha- on some level we have to operate to time totally. and responsibilities or, you know, whatever arises you know whatever things we have to do how do you find that balance between the two yeah beautiful question Mm. so that point that I mentioned before about being in your center yeah so find that place and then bring that with you yeah just bring that with you into the appointments into the pickup into the you know whatever the 3d reality commitments are yeah um yeah, weave, and this is where we're weaving well. So it's not like, you know, you could say, well, there's this, there's this synthetic rushing world and then there's this organic natural world. What we're, what we're actually doing is actually merging, like synthesizing. So we're not, I'm not pushing against that. I'm actually going, well, what matters to me most is that I am deeply aligned with my true nature. Mm-hmm. That comes with me everywhere I go. And yeah. I can dance in the realms of, you know, I can, the supermarket it doesn't actually matter where I go the post office anywhere I can retain that connection with organic time and notice like then my whole nervous system is relaxed yes and that's a huge thing I work you know and yeah that's like a whole epic thing because the collective nervous system of humanity is fucked up right now Mm. like it's major and yes. like and and even like with our a lot of our social media, it's so pervasive. Like we're sort of tuning into that, so we really need to have clear boundaries yeah. about our use of technology. Yeah, because it's so easy to get derailed. It is, um, and to keep checking in and coming back, and whatever you need to do to feel safe in your body, yeah, is key. Mm, mm. I love that. Is just giving yourself permission to whatever you need. And that's, I was saying to my partner last night, you know, it's funny, the the more I'm offline, the more I want to be offline, yeah. you know. And, but that brings another kind of, another element is because I need to be online, you know, and yes. social media and all of those things. So, so how do you navigate that space of, you know, marketing and being online and social media is a massive part of our business how do you show up and be of service and you know build that community um without getting sucked into the vortex Mm, well it's about being really intentional yeah and again keeping that center so that when you're online do what you need to do and then get off. Because I've had, like, honestly, this has been probably the most complicated relationship in my life, besides a narcissistic ex-partner of 
co-parenting. <laughs> but Facebook and social media, honestly, like is the most, yeah. this is not easy to navigate. But what I've found, because like I actually resisted Facebook for a long time. Oh. I had all these, notific- all these people going, join Facebook, join Facebook. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to enter the beast. But yeah. then I'm in. Yeah. And it's been amazing to connect with people everywhere, to find my soul tribe. It's just an incredible technology, mm-hmm. but it can also so easily go pear-shaped. So in terms of using social media wisely, mm-hmm. it's so important to be really clear and grounded within yourself and know what you're doing. Like what are you actually going on there for? Yeah. Being intentional with that and then yeah. stepping away. Yeah. so that you're not suddenly getting lost down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, I have, what I've, what I've done is with the Divine Mother Temple, I've actually mm-hmm. set up an entirely different platform for us to mm-hmm. connect, which is not on Facebook. Yeah. And it's so clean. Yeah. And it feels really different. Yeah. And that's my exit strategy. Eventually, I could see possibly, you know, possibly maybe still using Facebook, but my big picture vision is not needing Facebook at all. Um, And so I'm creating, I've created this other space and some of the women in there have decided that that's their main technology connection space. Um, And the other thing would be to outsource (laughs) if you Mm -hmm. could, like, you know, I'm looking at maybe getting Brett to help with a bit of Facebook stuff because he's sort of, he's tech dude, that's my partner, to do a bit of posting for me. But, I mean, I pretty much do everything. I do everything all myself. What I share is is organic and spontaneous in the moment. It's flowing from my heart. And I think that's from an energetic level. There is so much potency in being authentic, like really authentic and letting, you know, when you're aligned with that essence, let that flow in because I almost see it's like we're consciousness warriors, you know, we're stepping into this big, messy, you know, collective of human consciousness. The more we can bring integrity, alignment, purity. Yeah into that yes then we're actually shifting the whole energy of it exactly so it's staying aligned with that when you're in it yeah beautiful I love that and I just got this you know this feeling of like you know and being so intentional it's like you know we're setting off these love bombs you know and the ripple effect of that is um you know is always huge and I know for myself as you know, when you write something and it comes from that sacred space mm-hmm. and you put it online, it all like it automatically, the energy of that, it has massive reach yeah. because it comes from that sacred space. And that's something I just want to say to you, Avalon, is because I noticed that um, that you, I really admire how the integrity in which you hold yourself because in this space we see so many people online and they really they just diss other people and judge other people and that's their form of (laughs) marketing strategy or I don't know whatever it is for them and you don't do that and I just want to say that that's something that my heart just explodes because the more I think, you know, we, we do that and um, 
we share without disrespecting other people. I think that's sacred within itself. And and you do that really beautifully. So um, I know there's no question there, but that was just... Thank you. You know, I appreciate you um, recognising that. Yeah, to me, and again, it comes back to presence and intention. Yeah. Right? If I'm here to... Um, in some way, I suppose, like the, the big picture is like to actually bring more harmony and love and beauty yes. into the world. Yes. There is no beauty in judging other yeah. people, you know, and, and I'm human and I've had my moments, but yeah, I'm, I'm responsible. It's like if we consider that with great power comes great responsibility yeah. and the more I've become aware of the power that I have in my voice, and the influence that I can have when I reach people online because there's a lot of people in vulnerable places there's a lot of people needing like not feeling safe in the world that's a massive thing so for me the way I see part part of the healing of humanity is is to create safety yeah to create safety which means then to create safety for myself to be courageous Mm so that I don't hold back and feel afraid. Because if I'm feeling afraid, then I'm not showing up and then I'm not gifting the thing that's actually moving through me because I've committed to being a a voice for for life, for love, for the mother, for whatever it is that comes up. So, yeah, it's when that voice is coming from within, it's actually not about anyone else really, even though in some ways it's about everyone because we're all – Exactly. interconnected yeah it gives and and what I've found and, and one thing Brett pointed out he he noticed is that one of the things I do is I give permission mm. not that anyone needs it but kind of yeah. just we do in a way yeah. because you know everyone's yeah. like been told off permission to be fully expressed yeah to be controversial to speak your truth I actually don't mind I don't need to agree with everyone I just mm. find it so refreshing when someone has the courage to say, hey, this is me, this is what's happening for me, and I, I celebrate that even if I don't agree. It's like, wow, I love it. Someone's really, like, you know, showing up in the world. Beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Um, how do you be fully express yourself and, you know, I'm, I've got two girls and you've got – five children and you know especially doing you know speaking about sexuality and speaking about you know things that often society will deem as taboo or things that we don't talk about so freely and openly how do you go about I guess breaking down those structures and ideas of how do you fully express yourself within let's use sexuality for an example, but whatever that thing is for anyone, how do you find the balance between between that and, yeah, you know, parenting, sexuality, you know, all of those things? How do, what's your approach? But being, being true to who you are and what yeah, you do. Sure. So in our, like, I'll start with my family, right, mm-hmm. with my kids. So with my children, Um, and Brett and I are so aligned with this, we encourage open communication. There is no topic off limits. There are no taboos under our roof. Like, honestly, it's like 
if someone's curious about something, will encourage an exploration about that. Yeah. Because as, as soon as you place a taboo on something, it just ends up getting distorted and twisted and goes into the dark and into the shadows. And then, you know, and that's when all, that's why things are so fucked up exactly. because there's so much just shoved away and rejected. Yes. Yeah. So, so in our, in our home and in any topics, whether it's sexuality, whether it's drugs, because we've got three teenagers, right? Yeah. Well, and, and the three, uh, two of the teenagers are at school. So they come home and, and because they feel safe to talk about things, we have all sorts of conversations yeah. about things they witness. Um, so it's having that safety to, to speak and be authentic. And so that actually just overflows into mm. all my conversations. Yeah. And to me, there are no taboos. There are no taboos. in, And that's why I think people come into my sessions with me and they're like, oh, there's this thing that I've never told anyone. And it's like, mm. bring it. Yeah. I, I have the ability to stay aligned in my centre yeah. no matter how apparently disturbing or scary the thing is. I can be with it. I can bring love to that and acceptance yeah. and see it and know that that's actually part of the healing Yeah, is to br- actually bring bring all of it into this womb of love and go, yeah. wow, look at all this. Yeah, And then look at, well, what is it that, you know, is there something that you need to release around that or how are you feeling around that? And mm. um, so I have nothing to hide from my mm. kids. I mean, obviously, yeah. Brett and I have our private adult sexuality that we yeah. keep to ourselves. Yeah. So there, there's yeah. still boundaries. But in terms of taboos and topics and, and what we talk about, I am so supportive of freedom of expression, but also mindful of appropriateness. Yeah. Because there's not, not everyone is up for that level of conversation. So yeah. our, our kids, they're sensitive and they're aware and they know, like it, say with swearing, for example, mm. like we, that's just part of language in our house. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but they also know that it's not appropriate. Some people get really easily offended. So yeah. if we're talking about something with the kids, even if it's like nudity or something, yeah. we'll educate the children because we've unschooled, homeschooled, like most of the time until the recent years. So they've, they've been relatively protected from a lot yeah. of the stuff. So we will educate them on, well, you know, some people wouldn't, wouldn't like this. Some people would be really offended by this yeah. type of conversation. So you just need to be mindful about where yeah. you talk about this. So it's yeah. like empowering them so that they don't feel any shame around certain topics but they also have awareness that it's not something that's going to be openly received well in some circles right yeah yeah yeah. and so when if you expand that out into um I'm trying to like perhaps extended family or you know if you post something on your personal page of Facebook and stuff like that how do you navigate through that space and still remain true to who you are? Mm. So pretty much for me now, I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're what if you're seeing my post, if you don't like it, turn away. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not gonna stop me. I've I've basically let go of worrying about what people think. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much how I navigate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's I love that, and that's and perhaps that's something that you know anyone that's you know listening is maybe that's something that we can all do is just 
do a generic public service announcement (laughs) and declaration as to, hey, you know what, like I'm going to fully commit to expressing myself and like it or don't like it, you know, turn away, do whatever you have to do. But just saying, just so you know, be prepared. That's right. And actually, and in saying that, there's also, I mean, I also have discernment about what to share where. Yeah. Like I have, there's the Blossoming Woman Collective, which is a closed Facebook group. Yeah. So there's some things that I just don't share on my personal profile, but I will okay. share it in the group. Yes. And now that we've got the Divine Mother Temple, that's like the next level in. It's almost like there's like <laughs> levels into the real, like, you know. The TMI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so what, like in the temple, it's like we go right deep into the gritty details of stuff. Yeah. Um because that's the space for it and yeah. everyone's in there because that's what they're there for like yeah. we need to like you know feel yeah. it all explore it all be heard be seen yeah. um at, at that deepest level and then yeah. the the blossoming woman collective like for example I won't go into detail but like an example of a story I shared in the blossoming woman collective as a closed group because I I can see who's in there like I, I'm I'm managing you know yeah. the, the the safety of the space yeah like making sure that only people come in who are aligned with that space and they agree yeah. you know it's a sacred space it's safe confidential yeah often we'll be talking about controversial taboo yeah. topics yeah and so there was a story that I shared about um an adventure that I took Brett on for yeah. his 50th birthday yeah and it was quite explicit Mm. and I thought I'm not putting that on my personal profile like Mm. I don't want to tell that story to my mum my auntie right so I'll put that there so it's like having those different spaces for different yeah and again just being aware and and intent is yeah everything yeah that's beautiful um I want to ask you, is, I seen a post from, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember, um, about, it was like you made, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to recall it in in my mind, is, um, you know, you were talking about like how you had your best month ever in terms of the money that you make Mm -hmm. or money that you made that month. Um, How do you do that? So I'm just navigating there and thinking about forming the question in my mind as it comes through is how do you remain mm, like honouring and respectful? I really like the way you did it is because it's you know it wasn't like a sleazy like I made this amount of money and you can too and it was I guess how do you what's my question um how do you make money and own it and be proud of that and still be utterly true to who you are and you know and sometimes you know your clients or you know may have read that and 
but it wasn't done in a way where oh wow was I just a you know was I just a check to her does that am I making sense yeah 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 I think so um <laughs> <laughs> so I'll well I'll respond to that whole thing right yeah. because that that December 2019 yeah I made over 20 grand mm-hmm. that month and that had been basically the culmination of everything of the nine years, right? So, and as yeah. I mentioned, that synthesizing of all my work, getting really clear. And so I'm yeah. facilitating a nine-month immersion for women who are going deep with me. We're doing retreats. This yeah. is feminine visionary leadership, activation, yeah. new paradigm. So that so it was like I stepped into, I'm here to I'm actually here to do powerful work now. No more dithering around doing this little bit here and that little bit there. What would it look like if I was to give myself permission to go, this would rock my world so much. This is the way that I can facilitate powerful transformation over time. I love groups, particularly small groups, because there's so much synergy within a group. I love one-on-one. So let's combine that. Let's journey together for nine months, a whole journey of transformation and that felt totally aligned. And so I offered that. So that was one of the reasons why yeah. I made that much. Yeah. I did a powerful ritual mm-hmm. to call it in. I did energetic clearing. Like there was so many layers yeah. to actually being able to receive that yeah. amount of money. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'd been fairly transparent about my process all the yeah. way along. Like the ritual that I did when I was in a bleeding zone and I envisioned the, I, I drew a picture mm. of the circle of women who were joining me, 10, a circle of 10. And now in retrospect, I'm actually one of the 10. So nine women came and, and, and that's so funny because you get what you ask for yeah. when you're really clear about really your intention. Yeah. Um, and I did, you know, cleared any fears and I just, got into I I basically do ecstatic birth right and Mm. I have had an actual physical orgasmic ecstatic birth of my baby and so I bring that energy it's like dancing it up it's so joyful it's so blissful I'm basically like go into uh, drop into a deeply aligned like orgasmic state you know in that terms of like expansive at one with everything feeling rushes of of bliss in my body mm. and calling the women into that energy with me and feeling my heart expand and just feeling so much trust and energetically going, okay, well, there's, there's a circle for the sisters who are ready for this level of transformation and call mm. them in. And so I, I wrote about that process in mm. total detail and I shared that online yeah. and this was before I'd made the 20 grand. Right. Yeah. And so, and then I had, Lots of, and, and I got courageous. I totally went outside my comfort zone. You know how we're talking about appropriateness of sharing. Yes. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to share it in a business group over here. Yeah. I'm going to share it. And I, I would normally only share that in my safe space because yeah. Yeah. it was quite intimate and, and yeah. personal. Yeah. And it's something that I do, but it was like mm. next level. Mm. And so, and I think that's actually part of it. Like I'm living my work, yeah. right? And then... When I speak about that, the money that came in, the women that are part of it, they're actually excited because they're feeling they're celebrating that. Celebrating it. Yeah. They're stepping into yeah. that with me. It's not like, yeah. oh, there's a dollar sign over there. There's a, it's not even about money anymore. Yeah. 
and that's the big shift that I made. It's like not even about money. It's about how much of I, am I showing up? Yeah. And it's a currency. It's an energy exchange. Mm. The more I'm, I'm offering such incredible value, mm. you know, I've mapped out this journey. It's, we're actually starting on Wednesday. Oh. So exciting for this nine-month immersion. Yeah. And there's a real excitement. I've, I've just released and dissolved any of the the fear and the yuckiness and the the gra- grabbiness and all that is actually not part of my money conversation at all. Yeah. And how did you let that go? So that again was a process of years actually. Yeah. Because I, for a long while there, I was like, "Fuck it, we don't need money." I I would rather not have money and I can see a world where we don't need money. And I still see that. I still see that we'll get to a point where we're actually in direct, you know, exchange. And so I really resisted it. But then I was like, I'm here in this 3D reality Mm. in this time and space. It's just delusional to go, I'm not going to have money. So I actually need to play with money. So I might as well have fun with it. Right. And so I unraveled all the stories around it. I and and I did some work with um, Raquel Dubois, who's yeah. awesome. And she's like, yeah. "Money is glitter. Just see it as glitter." Like, <laughs> yeah. Sure, let's just like have money as glitter, and it's like completely <laughs> shifts the energy. And again, yeah. it's like just completely switch off from that old paradigm, heavy, corrupt story of money, yeah. and yeah. let's actually birth a whole new currency between mm. ourselves, where money is oh, aligned God. with integrity. Love that totally, and that and that's shifted for me. That is completely shifted for me. And so now it's like I feel excitement around money. I feel joy around money. It's not dirty anymore. It gives me resources at my fingertips, and I am I, I trust my power to yeah. use it wisely. Mm. You know, resources are power. Money is power. It's all interconnected. Sexuality, yeah. like it's all interconnected. Absolutely, it's all energetic. Yeah. So it's like, where am I rejecting parts of myself where I'm not allowing myself to be powerful? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I love, I really, really, I love that. And um, it is, it's about, you know, I just think, oh, like it gives, it gives me hope, you know, when I think about a world where, you know, we create a new currency for ourselves, like that's, beautiful beautiful and make it fun and make it playful and um that's just such a beautiful beautiful process and I want to ask you about um we need to close up but I do want to ask you about your playfulness and let's talk about playfulness and pleasure and the role that they have in your life and why it's so important? Oh, that's such a great question. I love it. <laughs> um, to me, playfulness and pleasure expands me into more of myself. Like, so with in if we talk about nervous system, right? So if we we're in fear and we're in contraction, we're, we're limited, our brain is limited, we're just going to see limited options of what we already know. Yeah. When we expand into pleasure, so our nervous system relaxes and then feels this like beautiful flowing energy, our brain, the, the higher consciousness, mm-hmm. everything expands. So we suddenly have availability 
to mm. so much more creativity, so many more options. It's like suddenly everything changes mm -hmm. and there's no fear anymore. It's like, wow, like I'm not, I'm not limited to like A, B or C anymore. It's yeah. like there's a whole mandala oh, of opportunity right there. And then it's up to me to decide, okay, well, what feels good? What am I going to follow? And it's not just feels good in like a, a shallow way. It's like what yeah. actually feels good energetically? Like yeah. what is it that feels good that I'm contributing to the collective, right? Yeah. Because I, I can't help it but, but notice the, my individual self but also the whole collective. Like we're all, yeah. it's that whole interconnected Definitely. realm, right? Yeah. So if I'm feeling good and bringing that, then that's, benefiting you know just slightly back to the money thing like if I'm spending money like even if I go to a cafe and like maybe get a coffee or something I feel this real joy that I'm contributing money to that person who's who's provided value for me and I sort of I see it like now I have this image of glitter that we're actually it's like this whole new um like um circulatory system of humanity which then becomes really alive and then we 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 gradually like stop giving money to the corrupt places yeah. and we really yeah. intentional about where it goes. And we are actually shifting the paradigm that way too. Like money's a big part of it. And yeah. So playfulness again, like when I'm visioning, you know, what I was talking about, I've had my breakdowns and falling apart when I'm coming out of that, it's so important for me to be aligned with what feels good and then, and then have, you know, I dance first, like I'll dance to get my body really alive and feeling really, you get these rushes of energy through my body. And from that place is where I'll vision and create. Mm. And then that just brings more of the same. And then the women that work with me, then they step yeah. into that field with me and then their life becomes like that. And so it's like this ripple effect of, of joy and expansion and pleasure and creativity. And this unleashes our genius, right? So then when we can create we can come up with the solutions that are needed for the problems in the world. I believe we have solutions for everything. Definitely. Absolutely. You know, it's just that we need to un unleash ourselves, give ourselves permission to be creative and play and synergize. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. One final question. What is turning you on at the moment? Ooh. You know what is actually really turning me on at the moment is the power of my mind-body connection and my power as a sovereign woman to actually consciously choose whether I bleed or not. Oh, wow. I know. What? How does that happen? <laughs> that was your last question. No. <laughs> But yeah, like that's what we're diving into in the temple. So that's that's what is fucking exciting me at the moment because I'm this is tapping into my lineage, right? My wow. as I mentioned, this lineage, this Avalonian lineage. Yeah. And the women's the actual women's mysteries beneath the women's mysteries. Wow. You've just blown my mind. Yeah. I am just <laughs> And like conscious conception, okay. conscious non-conception, we have yes. the power around yeah. all of that. So that that is really exciting me at the moment. That is turning me mm. on, you know, and that is that is very alive in in my own exploration. Um, yeah, yeah. 
That's beautiful. That's um, you know, I've you know, I've had many conversations about um, conscious conception, but not about um, bleeding, which is just it's next level. And um, I love my blood, right? I, I yeah, love yeah. It. I fully, yeah. you know, I've been into the women's mysteries. It's like, wow, if if I could, you know, I feel like a sacred responsibility now that this has become alive within me to explore this and go, wow, well, this is how powerful we are. You know, our inner, our, the sophistication of our whole body, mind, you know, integration is like that excites me. And that's particularly for women. Mm. I mean, for everyone, but because I work with women, yeah, it's just been all suppressed, 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 suppressed. Had your power over the doctor will tell you. Yeah. And it's like, hang on a minute, there's actually a lot more going in here that we can directly access without needing anyone to say anything. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And that's, wow, that's huge. And I feel like you've left us on such a cliffhanger. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yes. Um, I will put all of your details, um, you know, in, in the body of, well, everything, everywhere this is going. But um, how can people find you? And um, I know you've got the temple starting this week and it's sold out. So um, well, tell us about what's coming up. Yeah, so that the journey this week is, is, is full and that's an yeah. a, a immersion. The temple is, is different. The temple oh, is right. different. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the temple doors will be re- reopening with the um, equinox. Yeah. Next month. Yeah. Because they they seal up the temple doors seal up. We dive in and then the op- the doors open again for new women to join. Best way to connect with me yeah. is through my website blossomingwoman.com.au yeah. and you can sign up for my get that sacred flower visioning guide for 2020. Yeah. So then you can join my email list and you'll find out when the temple opens again. You can also private message me on Facebook, but honestly, like I'll I'll see it, but that gets messy. Best, yeah. best way is to connect through my website, Blossoming Woman. Beautiful, awesome. Thank you so much for coming and being on the show and sharing so freely and beautifully. And um, it's just such a pleasure to be able to get to know you more and. Um, you know, I had the utmost respect for you before and now I just feel like it's deepened to a whole new level. And um, so thank you for doing, you know, just everything that you do and the way that you do it because this new paradigm and this new currency and all of these delicious things that that we spoke about today, I honestly believe that it is the way forward. And I love how you're going about creating and being you and expressing and this uh, this evolution that is you so thank Thank you you. thank you so much I received that and I'm so grateful to be sharing this space with you thank you for your juicy questions and the exploration I love it because it you know I love this this medium because then together the conversation like just synergizes and evolves and this is this is what it's all about right yeah thank you thank you for what you're doing too giving voice to all this magic 
my pleasure. Like, thank just, you. Like, it's, it's just such a deep privilege. So, yeah, thank yeah. you so much. I um, yeah. Thanks, Renee. Thank you. Thank you to everybody <laughs> watching, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this epic conversation. I'm Renee Main and I am over and out for now. However, we can continue this conversation on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash hedonistic queen or jump onto the website reneemain.com.au and you can explore what your own hedonistic way might look like.